Welcome to Jack Attack. Today, we'll be attacking the opioid crisis. Thank you for joining today's episode of Jack Attack, where we'll be talking about the opioid crisis, an epidemic that kills about 130 people a day in the U.S. and costs the economy about $78 billion a year. The opioid crisis looks different across various cities, states, and even countries. But today, we're focusing on Philadelphia. And why Philadelphia, you ask? Well, it's home to the worst urban opioid crisis in America. That looks like 1,200 deaths in 2017 attributed to opioid overdose, and an additional 3,500 since then. That's the highest opioid death rate of any large U.S. city. That may be why Safehouse, a privately funded nonprofit organization based in Pennsylvania, has taken such a radical approach to this public health crisis. Their goal? To open a safe injection site, the first of its kind in the U.S. At these safe injection facilities, or we'll call them SIFs, users could safely consume their pre-obtained drugs while being observed by medical staff who would be prepared to administer reversal drugs if needed. As you can imagine, the thought of a facility like this would be quite controversial. After Safehouse proposed implementing SIFs in February 2019, the U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of Pennsylvania, William McSwain, filed a civil lawsuit asking a federal court to declare that SIFs were illegal under Section 856, otherwise known as the Crack House Statute, which is a section of the Controlled Substance Act that makes it a federal crime to open, lease, or manage a facility for the purpose of manufacturing, distributing, or using any controlled substance. That plan backfired on October 2, 2019, when U.S. District Judge Gerald Austin McHugh ruled that a SIF is not the same as a drug den, and its operation does not violate federal law. His decision was a 56-page document that concludes the law was meant to apply to facilities operated by illegal drug manufacturers and dealers, and to shut down drug-filled raves and parties, not to stop sites run by trained medical staff intended to keep users from hurting themselves. Fast forward to the end of last month, February 2020, when Safehouse announced they would be opening the first SIF in the United States the next week. After a two-year battle, Safehouse secured a site in South Philadelphia and would begin operations just several days later. With this announcement came a lot of backlash. A large portion of the South Philly community banded together to oppose the implementation of the SIF in their neighborhood. One resident accused Safehouse of never soliciting the community's support. Other residents had questions as to why Safehouse chose South Philly when the epicenter of the opioid crisis was in a neighborhood called Kensington. Since then, Safehouse has postponed their opening of the first SIF in the U.S. in order to open the lines of communication with nearby residents. To add insult to injury, the health plaza that was going to house this SIF has since pulled out of the lease. As our nation sits back and waits to see how this plays out, we've bought some time to discuss the topic. Where do you stand on this approach to alleviating the opioid crisis? While I understand the concern of having a SIF near a school or a playground, I try to put myself in the shoes of someone who has a loved one addicted to using heroin. My worry would be that my loved one is sitting at home or on the streets using alone, and no one would be there to get help if needed. Heroin is often cut with fentanyl because it's so cheap and accessible, and usually that's what causes death from overdose. With medical staff armed with the reversal drug naloxone, also known as Narcan, death can easily be avoided. I can also appreciate the idea that these SIFs would be offering recovery counseling and education about substance use treatment. It does help me feel that there is more being done to penetrate the opioid crisis issue. Other things to consider. Would there be less needles on the street? 
Would less users be infected with HIV, Hep C, or other communicable diseases since they'll be provided with clean needles? Or does this just mean more people would be encouraged to use? SIFs have had great success in other countries. For instance, Insight, which operates in Vancouver, Canada, says 3 million injections have taken place there, and nearly 5,000 overdoses have been reversed without a single death. Knowing this, does it change your mind one way or the other? Let me know your thoughts. And again, thank you for joining us on today's episode of Jack Attack.